Episode 22, How to Hire My First Employee 1.0. You guys blew it up. Number one episode of Pull Up and Thrive, not only for the year, but of all time. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much for making it the most popular episode. So I thought I should follow that up with how to hire your first employee 2.0. And I've never done this before, but I'm going to put out my email address. If you have any questions on hiring, send me an email. Connect at stephencaps.com. And I will drop that in the show notes for you to shoot me an email and I will answer the questions on the show. In fact, if I get enough response, I'll make a whole show of answering your questions about hiring or any other subject. So this episode, how to hire your first employee 2.0, buckle up because here we go. Welcome. Welcome to Pull Up and Thrive. You can overcome adversity. You don't have to be beaten down. Stephen has learned the hard way. And after becoming successful, he's ready to help overwhelmed business owners overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, so that you can have the life and business you want. I know how it feels like whenever you just want to quit and say, forget it, I'm done. To overcome adversity, you have to lean in and not pull back. Engage. This is Pull Up and Thrive. And now your host, Stephen Caps. One was so successful that I thought I would do a 2.0. So in the first episode of How to Hire Your Your First Employee, it was very practical. Things that I have done to hire my first employee and the things that I have learned from hiring people. So in this episode, it is going to be more strategic planning, which that sounds big and fancy and complicated, but it's not. Think of it like you want to go on a vacation, okay? You just don't show up at the hotel room and check in. You have to make a plan. You have to decide where do you want to go, how are we going to get there, and where do we want to stay? We have to do the same thing in our business. We have to decide where we want to go. For some of us, we just saw a need and we met the need with no thought beyond that. I can do this and I can quit my job and I can set my own hours and make more money. And we found that that is mostly a myth. And then we just work really hard and we think I have to work harder to get better. I have to work harder to go farther, to make more money, to do more sales. But You find yourself spinning your wheels and you realize that hard work will only get you so far. And then you found this show. And hopefully I am giving you the nuts and bolts and the tools that you need to have the life and business that you want. So we're going to take a strategic dive, a deep dive into hiring your first employee. So first of all, you have to decide where you want to go. Where do you want to go in your business? Where do you want to be a year from now, three years from now, five years from now? So do this. Over the next week or two, take these questions and spend 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes, shut everything down, 
Go to one of your favorite uh, coffee shops, your favorite lake, your favorite place just to go and be by yourself and answer these questions. Get out a notebook and paper or your phone or tablet or however you like to do it and ask yourself, where do I want to go in my business? Maybe just spend the whole 30 minutes thinking about that. Then who do I need help from to get me there? Do I need an employee? Do I need a coach? Do I need to listen to more podcasts or YouTube videos or read more books? And then what is my biggest pain point? Now, you may not need 30 minutes to find that one out, but take the time, ask yourself these questions, carve out 30 minutes a day for four or five days and answer these questions because we want to hire very strategically because what happens is that we're overwhelmed and we're freaking out and we need help and you have a pulse, so you're hired. In the book, The Road Less Stupid by Keith J. Cunningham, he says the reason that we buy workout equipment and it becomes a clothes rack is because we're not solving the right problem. The problem is not that you need an exercise bike in your basement. The problem is not that you need a treadmill by your bed. The problem is the lack of discipline. So whenever we're hiring, we want to be very strategic and we want to solve the right problem. Our episode one, six steps to overcoming adversity, I go through an exercise called the four helpfuls. I'm not going to that now, but I will drop in the show notes that episode. That exercise will help you identify the challenges that you need to overcome. Number one, do you like doing the work, but you want to grow the business, but you want to continue doing what you do? Are you an artist? Are you a craftsman? Are you the designer? Are you the programmer? And you enjoy doing that, but you don't enjoy the business side of it. And that's fine, but you have to identify that. Because if what you want to do is do the work, then you need someone that can run the business. You need someone that can manage and schedule. Because I know lots of talented, talented guys that are good at what they do. They are good at the work. But they get so busy and they're horrible at scheduling. They are awful at managing. They are awful with numbers So being good at your skill does not mean success in a business. So you have to hire very strategically because what will happen whenever you do good work is that you'll get so busy and now you can't manage it. And then you have a bunch of angry customers. I was working with someone that was doing a job for me and they kept giving me, you're next, you're next, you're next. We will be there in two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever. Well, it never happened, so I had to let them go. I had to fire them. I don't care how talented you are. If you do not show up, your talent does not serve your customer. So if that is you, if you're good at the work, but you're not good at the management or scheduling, hire someone to do that for you. But remember, you own the business. And you are hiring them and they are working for you. We're being very strategic. We're taking a deep dive into making a strategic decision on our hiring. Number two, 
Now, you have to answer this question honestly. Are you difficult to work with? Now, as much as all of us think that we don't have any challenges whenever it comes to working with others, or we think that we're easy for everybody, we have to be truthful with ourselves. In the last episode on hiring your first employee, I said that if you're a crazy, outgoing, energetic person, hire someone like you. Probably a better way to say that is hire someone that can handle you successfully. So I knew a guy. He thought that he was the smartest guy in the room. He thought that he knew everything and everybody was stupid. And he owned a business. If he was really as smart as he thought that he was, he would have hired someone to run the business and he could be in the back doing the craft because he was really, really good at the craft, but he was a jerk. And if he was as smart as he thought he was, he would have hired what I call a handler, someone that can handle you, your difficulties, your challenges of working with. They can handle you successfully and they can handle your business. If this guy was as smart as he thought that he was, he would still be in business, but he is out of business. So if you're a difficult person to work with, well, one, you need to work on that. You need to work on your people skills. But if, if you're a difficult person to work with, you have to hire someone that can handle you. If you're loud and angry and all these things, well, you may need to, you may need to get counseling, but don't hire someone that's loud and angry like you. Hire someone that has a complimenting personality that can work with you. They're not offended whenever you say the wrong thing and you don't mean it. You just say the wrong things all the time. But hire someone that can handle you, deal with you successfully. Now, I don't think that I'm a difficult person, which is easy for me to say, but I need people around me that can handle my quirkiness, my craziness, my spontaneous choices or whatever you want to call it. I need to hire people that can work with me successfully. I had a situation where I was working directly with one of the other team members, and he is a type of guy that cannot go to a football game because he thinks that whenever they are in the huddle, they are talking about him. So someone that is so insecure that you say something like, man, it's a nice day today, and they take that wrong. Hire someone that can handle you and that can be with you successfully. Number three, do you need a subcontract? Maybe you don't need to hire an employee. Maybe you need to sub out the bookkeeping, accounting, programming. Maybe you need a virtual assistant. So again, this is being very strategic, thinking outside of the box. Do you need to hire an answering service to answer your calls, set up appointments. How do you solve your problem in the best way possible? This is about solving problems. This is about moving you to the next level. Maybe you don't need to hire someone. Maybe you need a subcontractor. So think about that. In the time that you're spending, 30 minutes a day over the next week or two, just think, ask yourself the question, what type of person do, do I need to hire to make the business and myself successful? How do we move forward? 
At the end of the day, it's all about moving forward. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. So we want to make progress. We have to be very, very strategic. Number four, know your strengths and hire someone who compliments you. I'm a big picture guy. Details are not important to me. I'm all about the headlines, okay, which someone has to be. Someone has to see the big picture. Someone has to see the vision. Someone has to see where we're going. If I had 10 people that did not care about details, I would be in a world of hurt. So I'm a big picture, get the job done, figure out the details later guy. I need people who can fill in the details. So someone that compliments me. I have a guy, uh, Jeffrey, he has been with me for 14 years in the gate business. He's all about the details. And we have a little bit of conflict on a regular basis because I'm big picture. This is what needs to happen today. This is what needs to happen yesterday. And he's like, well, do you have the key for the car? Which car is it? Is there gas? Has it been properly maintained? You know, all these details. And I have to be wise enough. You know, let's put our egos away. Let's humble ourselves and, okay, I'm trying to move this forward. If I want to move this forward, I have to hire people that are better than me in other areas. I do not want to be the smartest guy in the room. I do not want to be the smartest guy in the room. But if I have such an ego that I think I know everything and everyone else is stupid, I'm going to be one of those guys that knows everything that's working by himself and is always complaining about everyone else. So we need to understand our strengths and understand our weaknesses. One of my greatest strengths is getting things started, figuring it out. I have the tenacity to stick with it, to figure it out. And I make mistakes and it blows up in my face. And I'm like, all right, how do we solve this problem? Hey, Jeffrey, what do you think about this? This is what I am thinking. What do you think? I want the best solution, not my solution. So know your strengths. Hire someone that compliments you. And number five, do you want to own or run your business? You may ask yourself, well, what is the difference? All right, I finally got to the point after 17 years that I now own Texas Gates. I do not answer the phone. I do not return phone calls. I do not email anybody outside of the business. I do not do bids. I do not sell jobs. In fact, a house that I drive by on my way into work every day, they've been building brick columns for the entrance, and I've been thinking, That house could use a gate. Well, I drove by the house last week and it had a gate and it had our sign next to the gate. So that gate was sold, built and installed and completed. And I knew nothing about it until after the fact, because I drove by the gate and there was a sign by it that said Texas gates. So I finally got to the point where I own the business. I'm not running it. Running a business, I have learned, will drive me crazy. I do not have the skill set nor the patience to run it. 
That's not my strength. You have to answer the question yourself. Do I want to run the business? Is that what gives me the energy, the uh, management, the challenges, the solving the problems? Is that what gets me pumped? Is that what gives me energy? Then, yeah, do it. Do what gives you energy. What gives me energy is starting something. As much as I hate to admit it, I hate to admit it to myself, but I am a pioneer. And being a pioneer is hard. You are blazing a trail that does not exist. You are hacking away through the jungle, making a road for others to come behind you. And that is hard because everybody thinks that you're crazy. Everybody thinks that you are crazy. People that know you and people that are important to you in your life, they understand you and they don't think that you're crazy, but that's only about five people. The other millions of people in the world think that you're crazy because you're doing things that have never been done before. You are blazing a trail. And as much as I hate to admit it, I am a pioneer. My strength is diving in, figuring out how do we serve our customers in this field the best way possible. In the handyman business, we're three months into the handyman business and I am pioneering. I am cutting roads. I am digging ditches. I am laying the groundwork for others to come in behind me so they can drive on a smooth road. But that's what I'm good at. That is what I'm good at. I am good at starting, putting, putting systems in place, solving problems so others can come in behind me and have a smooth ride. I don't want to run a business. That is not my strength. That does not give me energy. So we have to answer these questions. If I want to have the life and business that I want, I have to stop and think about these things. I have been in business 18 years, but I've been entrepreneurial my whole life. I started my first business in high school. It was a video production business. And then I've had a painting business. I've had another a video business. And then I have a, the gate business. But it wasn't until the last five years or so that I actually stopped, slowed down, and took time to think about where I wanted to go. It's back to the whole a vacation thing. Where do you want to go on vacation? You have to decide and then make a plan to get there. And number six, what is your biggest pain point? Before you rush out and hire someone, we want to be sure that we're solving the right problem. So what is your biggest pain point? Back to episode one and the exercise of four helpfuls. We have to identify before we can rectify the problem. Now, maybe you're doing everything and you just need to get stuff off of your plate. You have to ask the question, what can I outsource? What can I delegate? What can I stop doing? Maybe you need to hire a virtual assistant. Maybe you need to hire an answering service. Maybe your wife or your brother or your cousin or someone can pitch in to help. You have to think outside of the box rather than thinking I have to hire someone 40 hours a week, which maybe that's what you need. But it takes a village, they say, to raise a child. Well, it takes a village to maintain a successful business. My wife, Sarah, comes in on the weekend. She does bills, payroll. She picks up stuff that the guys need for the shop. 
in the gate business. She takes trucks to get the oil changed. She gets tires rotated. She does all of that nights and weekends. And it helps so much because if we had to take a guy out of the shop to do that, it would damper production. So thinking outside of the box, identify that pain point. If we can be strategic in hiring our first team member, then you too can overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, and have the life and business that you want. Thank you again for being here. And remember, send me your hiring questions to connect at stephencaps.com. And remember, this really helps us out to rate, review, share, and subscribe. Until next time, I'm Stephen Caps. You're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive with Stephen Caps. Life's tough. Life's unfair. And the sooner that we can all realize that, the better off we will be. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and on other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. And be sure to hit the website at stephencaps.com. Remember, never judge a person for their mistakes. Judge a person on how they fix them. Till next time.